0: Hello everyone, this is Mr. Birdman here, and with Thanksgiving right around the corner, what better yet than to uh, go over a film that is set around the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, No, we're not going to be focusing on planes, trains, and automobiles, but instead we're going to be focusing on another Thanksgiving film that I feel that is mostly overlooked and is uh, just about as equal with that film, and that is the 1991 comedy Dutch. Now, why did I bring up planes, trains, and automobiles, you ask well Both of those films have the same writer, John Hughes, the late, great John Hughes, uh, which at this time that the film was out, he was famous for Planes, Trains, and Automobiles and, of course, the successful family comedy Home Alone. Now, prior to that, John Hughes did have a successful uh, career in writing and directing with uh, several successful teen comedies such as Sixteen Candles, The Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. After doing those teen films, he ventured into more a couple of uh, adult films, such as Planes, Transit, and Automobiles, and then worked his way into family comedies, such as Uncle Buck and Home Alone. Uh, John Hughes did not direct Dutch. uh, Instead, it was directed by Peter Feynman, who this was um, his second and last feature film. His first one was the international successful hit Crocodile Dundee. So anyway, the film Dutch stars Ed O'Neill of at that time, married with children, fame. Most people will now know him as uh, being Jay on the recently finished sitcom *Modern Family*. Uh, Joe Beth Williams, who starred in *Poltergeist*. Uh, Ethan Embry, who would later go on to star in such films such as *Can't Hardly Wait* and *Sweet Home Alabama*. And in a supporting role, Christopher McDonald, who you might recognize that name. He was Shooter McGavin in *Happy Gilmore*. So, the plot of this film focuses on Dutch Dooley, played by Ed O'Neill, who is dating a woman by the name of Natalie, played by Joe Beth Williams. And he offers to pick up Natalie's son, Doyle, played by Ethan Embry, and bring him home for Thanksgiving. Um, Doyle is essentially at a boarding school down south, and he really doesn't want to spend home, or, or he really doesn't want to go and spend Thanksgiving with his mother Um, he blames his mother for his parents divorce and really doesn't it really doesn't respect her and or love her Dutch see uh, as a way to um, as a way to get in uh, more closer to Natalie offers to pick him up and, and and drive him back home and get to know him as well these two characters could not be the total opposites of one another. Doyle is one snobby brat, um he's a pure mini elitist, he thinks very highly of himself, or as Dutch uh point uh, points out, he just wants to sit alone in a room and hate people. And you can definitely tell that this kid is one excuse my language, he is one spoiled little shit. I mean, like from the first scene that um, that we encounter him in at his boarding school, one of the kids um, tells him that his ma's on the phone, and he's like, I don't have a ma. You may have a ma. I have a mother. So, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's that, he's that kind of kid. He's really snobby. Dutch, on the other hand, is the polar opposite. Um, of course, his background is blue-collar. He's working class. And right away from the opening scene, we can definitely tell that he has that kind of approach to him. He's laid back. He tells a few, like, Poorly-tasted jokes, and he wears a inexpensive suit to a country club party where he attends his, uh, with his girlfriend Natalie. Um, but yeah, this is basically a, uh, a road trip film, um, much like *Planes, Trains, and Automobiles*. Um, you definitely get the sense of Americana in the film um, as they drive from Georgia to Illinois, um, and it's just really good to see um, that part uh, that part of America, um, like from the South into the Midwest. Um, yeah it's definitely a beautiful drive and some of the scenery that they include in the film is really is really really nice and it always makes me think of memories um like whenever i would do road trips because i myself currently am based in texas but there have also have been times where i've where i have made road trips uh to missouri and illinois as well um so i could definitely feel that this film was shot in the midwest and like uh, like, if you've ever made that trip, um, you can always tell, like, when you're getting close to the Midwest because it just has that feeling that you can't really d- describe, um, like, once you've been there yourself. Um, Dutch and Doyle, they do have some good chemistry with each other. Um, they actually come to respect one another by the end of the film. They both start start the film off as not really liking each other, and Doyle like really looks down at him, or he really looks down at Dutch. Uh, he just sees him as working class, like low, crude, um, that kind of stuff. And Dutch sees Doyle that, as a good kid, he's just sort of being led in the wrong direction. And he basically tries to bring the child out in him. Because uh, the character of Dutch is basically just like one, one big child, um, so so that's definitely that's definitely fun to watch. Um, by the uh, by, uh, as the film goes on, you definitely get the sense that they're both um, they're both filling a void in each other's lives. Uh, Doyle ha- um, sees Dutch as a father figure, um, where yeah, like he he does have a father played by Christopher McDonald, um, but. Christopher McDonald, he, uh, well, he does an excellent job. Like you can definitely tell that their chemistry is very, is fairly, fairly distant, uh, with one another and also Doyle fills the void of the sun that Dutch does not have. Um, so it's definitely good to see these characters uh, come together and learn to love and respect one another. Um, that's pretty much all I'm going to talk here um, as far as the movie goes because I don't feel that a lot of people have seen this movie. Now I know in the past I have gone into depth and detail about prior films um, uh, particularly uh, like Casper and the Schumacher Batman movies. Um, but for this one, um, I don't really want to go into spoilers too much because this definitely is an overlooked movie. And if you haven't seen it, I, I highly suggest checking it out. So for the rest of this episode, what I want to do um, is go into a little bit more of the history behind it, or like the behind the scenes uh, that I was able to find. Um, most of the stuff that i did find was like from like fair observation and um there was an interview that ed o'neill had given um several years ago um from the american institute of television and where they interviewed him about his acting career and at the time i believe he was um about three or four seasons into modern family if you haven't Listen to the whole interview. I, I highly suggest checking it out. Um, but the person who was interviewing him uh, asked him about Dutch and, and and what it was like making what it was like making that film. Uh, well, I mean Ed O'Neill, he was definitely um, really looking forward to working with John Hughes um, because he loved. Um, uh, planes trains and automobiles and he loved home alone as well but the one thing that he did question was was the title i mean he's like dutch and it's like that really doesn't tell you anything about the film it's like okay like is is this like taken in another country like 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 what does dutch tell you i mean and, and that and he makes a good point like if i was to tell somebody hey you need to go check out this movie dutch you would be like wait a minute, what, what the heck is Dutch? Like that, I mean, like, I don't know what that's about. Um, interestingly enough in the UK, the film, um, had a different title. It was called driving me crazy, which honestly I think is a better title for the film. And it at least definitely gives you an idea of what the film is going to be about. Uh, one of the taglines for, for Dutch was they're the best of friends and they've got the scars to prove it. Um, so yeah I, I so yeah, I think that was um, a missed opportunity by the studio uh, when they were releasing it here in the US. Uh, Edno also stated that when they were um, shooting the movie or, or wrapping up production apparent according to him, Fox had this idea of doing um having him and the young kid Ethan Embry do like do sort of like a truck and bus tour. Um, with very um, at various like uh, bus stops and truck stops across the south and small towns throughout the holiday season. And Ed O'Neill really was not a fan of that particular idea. And he's like, oh, I guess the idea is sort of like, oh, you know, they want us to go in, promote the movie. They're like, oh, hey, we're Dutch. We're shooting this movie. And around this time, he met up with uh, one of the CEOs at Fox by the name of Barry Diller. Barry Diller approached him and was like, "Hey, like I saw that movie Dutch um, recently. What would you think?" And and Barry Diller had advised Ed O'Neill, "Yeah, it was good. I um I liked it." And he also asked Ed O'Neill about this um the truck the supposed truck and bus tour, and Ed O'Neill basically told him, "It's the worst idea I ever heard." And Barry Diller told him, "Well, then don't do it. I mean, that's if you don't want to do it." You don't want to do it. So, yeah, yeah. So that got squandered. Um, O'Neill also stated that there was no premiere for this film, which, by the way, uh, the film was released in July of 1991. So, yeah, so, so that's another reason why I think a lot of people really kind of overlook this movie. The film is set, like, during the Thanksgiving holiday, but you release it in the summer. That it's like why that was like for a while like with the with the halloween series like when they were releasing those movies in august instead of october i think it started with like halloween h2o it started with um halloween resurrection and then the two rob zombie films before they decided to release them back in october which yeah that definitely makes more sense i mean that would also be like releasing a christmas movie in like april it's like why i mean um so there there wasn't a premiere and um, if I mean and if you don't know what that entails, um, basically like when, when, when a premiere is canceled or when a film is not screened for critics, um, that usually gives the credit or, or the critics um, that's, that's pretty much a sign that the studio does not have any faith in the film. They don't feel that it's going to be successful critically and financially. And also at the time, you had two big bigger films coming out. Or, or ones that were really popular. There was um, Terminator Two with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then you also had Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner. Um, so the day after the film opens, uh, Ed O'Neill was talking to the director Peter Feynman, and he's like, "Hey, hey uh, Peter, how did how, how, how did um how did this movie do?" And Peter tells him, "Not not so good, Ed." And he's like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, well, the um, the film made 475. Wait a minute, like 475 million. And he told them, no, 475 thousand. So in layman's terms, this film was a box office disaster. That means nobody saw the film. Um, Yeah, the budget for Dutch was 17 million, and it grossed about five million. So yeah, needless to say this was a box office flop and critically it didn't fare much better. on Rotten Tomatoes the um, the approval rating is like around 17%. So yeah, that's uh, yeah not a good sign, not a good sign um, with films like that. And Ed O'Neill also went on to state that um, with John Hughes, he never heard or spoke he never heard from or spoke to John Hughes ever again and supposedly whenever John Hughes had uh, ha- any time that he had a failure he would bury it and he would just like move on or he would never talk to the people that were involved with it he just didn't want to be associated with them ever again and Ed O'Neill had state um, stated in this particular interview that when they were making the movie like he basically said that, oh yeah, John Hughes just treated me like I was, um, his best friend. Um, I had, he's like, I had dinner at his house. I met his wife. I met his kids. Um, and he's like, yeah, like, and we're talking and he was talking to me about like all these other projects that he wanted to do and star in, and star in some other movies. And Ed O'Neill at the time was like, oh my gosh, I can't get rid of this guy. Like, he's always like one hang out like all the time. And also, um, To promote the movie, Ed O'Neill went on a late show with with David Letterman, and Letterman was asking, hey, what was it like working with John Hughes? And Ed O'Neill was basically blunt and upfront about it, and he said, Dave, if I was in a bar and I got in trouble, or, or I got into trouble, I would not want to be with John Hughes, because John would be the first guy out the door. Now that's not uh, now that's not to discredit um, the legendary John Hughes. I mean, they say that you're not supposed to speak ill of the dead, but hey, that's just one guy's take. Um, and I think really this was like John Hughes's first first failure because um, like up until that point, like a lot of his films were received critically um, critically successful, financially successful, um, and this was pretty much towards the end of his um, of his popularity. Uh, in the movies i mean yeah like he did films like later on like in the mid to late 90s but none of them were as big as he was in the 80s i mean the 80s was john hughes's decade um but we can't let one failure um define define ourselves uh in life um the best thing to do is just to learn from it accept it and and move on like instead of just burying uh, burying it um also around this time and this is actually how I first came into Dutch as what well, into the Dutch movie as well um, I distinctly remember the first episode of Married to Children I watched was the episode where they go to England and so one of the first scenes that I saw was like they're on this plane and the pilot is like hey well the man who took his shoes off please put his please put him back on I'm choking to death and peg is like al put your shoes back on and then al goes hey come on peg they're they're showing us the movie dutch and they think i stink so that definitely goes to show that ed o'neill was not afraid to poke fun at himself um which definitely shows you the ki- the the kind of person that he is um the second spoof that they did of dutch was in season nine um in the episode called dial b for virgin al and peg go to the video store to rent a movie yes kids there was a time where you could actually go to a a place and you could rent movies yes i know su- such a shocker where you didn't have to stream them um so and then there's like a little section where they have oh free movie um because yeah they couldn't pay to to sell them and the funniest part is that um, uh, the poster that they have of Dutch, there's a sign that says free video of it, and it's covering uh, Ed O'Neill's face. And Peg picks up a copy of Dutch, like she kind of shrugs, puts it back on the shelf and walks on. So yeah, that. so I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but speaking of those copies, um, Dutch is, uh, it's very hard to find. Um, it's... It's the copies are extremely rare because it's out of print. uh, For the DVD and the Blu-ray, same goes for the VHS. Um, I was actually looking looking at this last night, and on eBay, like the cheapest copy of Dutch that I saw was like sixty dollars for the DVD and Blu-ray. I went to Amazon, and the uh, there was they had like a VHS copy for sale, and it was like one hundred and eighty-nine dollars. And I'm just like, man. (laughs) Whew. Yeah, I was going to say go go buy it if you want to see it. But yeah, it's just really it's just really hard to find. Is there anything about Dutch that I don't like? Well, it's very few like one of the I guess you could say like some of the jokes feel kind of forced and some of them like fall kind of flat that's really all that i can think of um overall i think dutch is a very good heartwarming heartfelt movie um definitely gets you excited for the holiday season um especially in these times of COVID. it really makes you want to go on a road trip um i I, I definitely miss those those are those are a lot of fun i hope to and i hope to uh have one in the future but if you are one of the few who has seen dutch i hope that you enjoyed the film i hope you enjoyed this review um yeah and And I hope you all have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. I know that we're about 11 days out, but I wanted to get this out there just ahead of time. So uh, tune in next time, and this is Mr. Birdman signing out.